in a series called Obey. And as, you, as we've been in this series, we've been using the logo that looks like eBay, right? And so we've been talking about, you know, different things on eBay, senseless trivia, right? You know, the, the first thing that sold, the most expensive thing that sold. But let me ask you a question. A question. How many of you have purchased something off of eBay or Facebook, Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, anybody? Um, Amazon, right? Because all these places promise happiness, right? That's, if you just purchase these things, these items, it's going to bring us happiness. But we've been discovering in this series that that's not what it's really about. It's about obedience equals happiness, right? And so we're looking at this whole, we're looking at this whole concept of instead of looking at obedience as something that is like just grit your teeth and, you know, I, I got to live my faith out just with all, you know, just with <laughs> all this stamina and tenacity and just you know what I'm saying where it's so hard instead of it we're looking at it different saying obedience equals happiness and it's not something negative but it's something more positive but when let's go back for a second to um to buying something off of Craigslist or Facebook or Amazon whatever how many of you will buy something without seeing a picture anybody will anybody buy something just blind and not even without seeing a picture about it no, really none of us would really want to do that, right? I, you know, there's an interesting story in the Bible that you've heard, I'm sure you heard, by the name, the guy by the name of Abraham, right? And we're going to call him Abraham and his wife Sarah, okay? Because initially they were Abram and Sarai, but I'm going to butcher that, but going back and forth. So we're just going to stick with Abraham and Sarah, okay? What's really interesting about this couple is that if we would look at Genesis uh, chapter 12, verse 1 through 3, we kind of get this sense of when God talked to Abraham, uh, he didn't get any pictures, did he? It was just, this is what I want you to do. This is what I want you to do, Abraham. And so, and when we look at this in Genesis, it says, the Lord said to Abram, he says, go out from your land, your relatives and your father's house to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse those who treat you with contempt and all the peoples on earth will be blessed through you. This is what's interesting to me. This, it may have happened, I don't know. But when you read this story in Genesis, we don't have any indication from the Bible that there was a conversation between God and Abraham before this. Now there may have been, but there very well might not have been. So out of the clear blue, you have God coming to Abraham and telling Abraham, hey, it's time to go on an adventure. Would you like to go on an adventure? Didn't really ask, he kind of just told him, right? But Abraham didn't have, he didn't have any picture of where he was going, did he? He didn't have any picture. Now, we look at that story, and, and like I've said before, I think we glamorize scripture and we're like, oh, that's such a great story. But yet, tell me that wouldn't be the most challenging thing for you and I. Where God just shows up one day and he says, hey, pack it all up and leave, whatever it may be. Whatever decision it may be, which we'll get into, it may not be leaving, it may be making uh, you being challenged with some decision where God's saying, this is what I want you to do, right? And oh, by the way, I'm not going to give you a picture of what that looks like. I'm just asking you to, re to, to obey, to respond, to step out in faith. That's what I want you to do. You know, the, when we started this series the first week, there was a quote from uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer that I think is very interesting. 
Uh, because Bonhoeffer says this, only he who believes obeys, right? Only he who believes obeys, and only he who obeys believes. And Dietrich Bonhoeffer wrote a book called The Cost of Discipleship, right? And what he really talks about in that book is he, what he coins as cheap grace. And he says there's not such a thing as cheap grace. It costs something. It costs a lot, right? Grace costs a lot. So when we, when we you know, Bonhoeffer, when he talks about, you know, it's the, you know, you obey shows you, you believe, I think, that's, I think that's a very powerful statement that he has. So God comes to Abraham. He doesn't give him a picture of, where, of what's going on, what, where, anything. It's just take the step and go. This is what I want you to do. I think that is very challenging. You know what I think is even more challenging than that? Are you ready for this one? How do you have that conversation with your wife? How do you come home and say, hey, honey, we're packing it all up, we're leaving? All right, we're going. How do you have that conversation? Have you guys ever had a conversation like that with your spouse? How many would you ever try to have a conversation like that with your spouse? I mean, think about it. I mean, I'd love to have been a fly on the wall to see how that really worked out, but apparently it worked out because they did. They obeyed, right? They, 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 they rose to the challenge. I think the other thing that I really think about too is, and, and hear me on this, I shared this with our guys group this past week. There's a verse, and I can't, I, I should have had it, I should have had it uh, referenced here, but there's a verse in Proverbs, and to paraphrase it, it says, uh, without vision, the people perish, right? Without vision, the people perish. I think we take that verse, and then we take all of this, let me just say leadership stuff of our culture, and we bring it over, and we put it right in the church, and what do we do? We talk about vision, Right? Let me cast a vision. Let me paint the picture clear. So if I paint the picture clear enough, what the vision is, what should happen? Yeah, someone's going to buy into it, right? Hopefully, right? Did Abraham get that? When we look through Scripture, I, there, time after time after time, God comes and he challenges he puts it out there he challenges people he doesn't give them a picture he says what trust 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 me trust me that's what I want you to do I want you to trust me and I think when we you know when we trust and then as we're talking about obeying by the way do you remember that old hymn that we used to sing back in the day you remember that trust and obey Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Now, I get that that's challenging, but here, I think there's a little equation here, all right? I think there's a little equation that, that goes like this. Trust plus obey equals faithfulness. That's what it means, I think. Trust plus obey is faithfulness. So let me, let's get real practical here for a second. What is it that in your life that God's saying, I want you to trust me, and I want you to obey and be faithful? That's what I want. Is it in our marriages? Is it in our marriages where we're not happy or, you know, something, whatever, where, you know, it's not some extreme case, but God's saying, I want you to trust. I want you to trust me. And I want you to obey me. By the way, you know, in, in, many times in our vows, you know, we talk about love, honoring, cherish. 
regardless of whether love, honor, and cherish is coming our way or not. So in our marriages, what, what, if, what if, you know, and I'm just using some examples, what if you're sitting and you're single to stay sexually pure, to date a Christian? How about our finances? God says, hey, trust me. Trust me with your finances. Trust me. What about with our kids or whatever it is? I mean, we could stand here all day and go through different scenarios where God comes to us and he's saying this, I want you to trust me and obey me and just be faithful. I mean, how we raise our kids, how we do our jobs, how we love our neighbors, how we spend our time, you, on and on, you get the point, right? On and on and on and on, where God may be just coming to us and he's saying, look, I'm not going to give you the full picture. All I'm asking you is to take a step. Grief share is one, is it not? We just talked about it, grief share. Where you guys, not to bring up such a heavy topic, but you had a significant loss. But yet God's using it for a purpose, to bring him glory. Did you see that to begin with? But God just says, take the step. Take the step. And the question becomes, are we obedient? Do we trust and do we obey, which equates faithfulness? The story, I think, of Abraham and Sarah in the Old Testament um, is, is, um, is an awesome story that, that again, gives us that, gives us that clear picture of, of trusting and obeying and being faithful. But if we would jump over into the New Testament, there's another book in the New Testament towards the end called Hebrews. And, it, you know, many of you are familiar probably with Hebrews chapter 11, right? And it talks about the people who really had the faith. And it defines what faith is. So in the New Testament, this is what, how the author of Hebrews defines it. He says, now faith is the reality of what is hoped for, the proof of what is not seen. And then it goes on and it talks about, even, it goes back and even talks about Abraham. And it says that by faith, Abraham, when he was called, what did he do? Obeyed. He didn't have the picture he didn't have it laid out. God didn't say, let me lay out this compelling vision to you. And then, Abraham, are you going to buy in? Are you going to buy in, Abraham? That's not what he got. God came and he called Abraham. And when he was called, Abraham obeyed. And he went out to a place he was going to receive his inheritance. He went out not knowing where he was going. It's buying stuff on Craigslist and eBay and Amazon and Facebook Marketplace without any pictures. And we all said, I'm not doing that, right? But what about our faith? What about our faith? Where is God challenging us? Where is God challenging you? Where is God asking you to take that next step? And if we would continue on in the book of Hebrews, here's the, here's the thing, and this is what's kind of scary. <laughs> this is kind of scary because we read about the positive things, okay, of, of people who stepped out in faith. It, it, and I'm just going to kind of paraphrase things. It says, you know, people went out and they conquered kingdoms. People had the faith and they administered justice. They shut the mouths of lions. They quenched the fury of flames, or they escaped the edge of the sword. Whose, and then it says, whose weakness was turned to strength, and who became powerful in battle, and routed foreign armies. People with faith. People that didn't know what, what that outcome was going to be, but they listened to the voice of God, and they, they obeyed the calling in which God was giving them. They just obeyed. Trust, obey, equals faithfulness. 
Sometimes it works out great. Other times it doesn't. And I get, you know, let's be real. Sometimes it doesn't. Some of them were faced with jeers and they got flogged. Some were chained and put in prison. Some were stoned. Some were put in a tree and sawed in two. Some were put to death by the sword. Some ended up destitute, persecuted, and mistreated. Well, that's an encouraging message right there, isn't it? Hey, trust and obey, but this could happen. But I'm just being real. The Bible's very real. The Bible is very real to us. Trust plus obey might lead us to places and things that could, could be, could be negative. Could be. It doesn't mean it's always going to be positive. But the question would be, then why would we do that? Well, I think Hebrews answers that in verse 39 as well in the same chapter. And it says this, because they were commended for their faith. For their faith. There's a story in the New Testament, uh, in the Gospels, a parable. And Jesus, you remember the whole, if you remember, Jesus told this, this story about a master who had, a, had money, okay? And he had these servants, and he gave some of his money to some of his servants, and he told them to go invest it. You remember that story? I'm going to paraphrase it. But he, he told them, he said, I want you to take my money, and I want you to go and invest it. And if you remember that story, there was different ones, or there was, there was one that didn't do it because he was scared. But the others, as they invested, some of them had a big return, a big yield on, their, on, you know, on it. Others didn't have that much. But what was the point of the story? Was it the yield? What was the point of the story? Do something. Do something. Because at the end of that story, it's, the master says this, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful. You trust, you, you, you were faithful. You did something. You acted. So my question to us today is this, as I, as I begin to wrap up here, my question to us is this, what, where is it that God might be asking you, challenging you, that where you, you don't see the outcome? You don't see the outcome. You don't see the full picture, but God's challenging you. Is it your job? Is it your career? Is it your marriage? Is it your finances? Is it your parenting? Is it your kids? Is it your dating? Is it what, what is it? What is it that God may be coming to you and challenging you? And ask, maybe it's you taking a step to be a Christ follower. Maybe you've never really have done that, surrendered your life to Christ. Maybe you've surrendered your life to Christ, but truth be known, you're passionless. You don't have, I mean, there's no passion there. And God's calling and saying, let's go. Are you going to trust? Are you going to obey? Are you going to be faithful? Are you going to be faithful? Throughout the scriptures, I'm going to ask the worship team to come back. But throughout the scriptures, we read story after story. You guys can go ahead and come on up. Story after story, we read about men and women who respond to the call of God and are faithful. And I pray that's us. I pray that's you, whatever it may be. Now, and, I, and I just want to be real. You know that I'm always real. There are times where God may be challenging us to make a decision that I don't want to do it. I don't want to do this. Have you had that? Are you sitting here now with a decision you're facing right now where truth be known, and we've been talking about this, you know, I want what I want, right? I want what I want. And you're in that struggle. But throughout Scripture, we see men and women who surrender to the lordship of Jesus and they 
trust, they obey, and they're faithful. I hope that's us. I hope that's you this morning. And I pray that if you're being challenged with something in your life right now where God is coming and He's saying, I want you to simply trust me and obey and be faithful. Follow me. Follow me. Go out on an adventure. Embark on an adventure with me. What will you say? And what are you saying if God is leaning into you right now challenging you? As we close, I'm going to ask you to stand and we're going to close with one last song. And I just ask you would use this time as a response. I ask that you would just um, allow the Spirit of God to have freedom with you right now, with your spirit. So as you bow your heads and your hearts, let me lead us into a word of prayer. And we're going to close here in just a moment with one last song. Jesus, um, I pray blessings over us today. I pray that you would find men and women, children, that are willing to trust and obey and be faithful. I pray that we would be individuals that don't need the whole picture out there because we've surrendered to your Lordship and we're willing to just simply follow. And I pray, Lord, that everything that we've done here today has brought you glory. And I pray that as we trust and obey and we're faithful, that our lives will bring you so much glory. And it won't be about us, but it'll be about you. And so I pray again that we have brought you glory and I pray that we've exalted Jesus here today. And I pray all this in his name.